Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of the Nutrition Spot Podcast. It's actually a mini episode. It's just me, myself, Shayna, no Nikki. And it's because I want to try something a little bit different and share some of the gems that come from our coaching sessions. Nikki and I always say there's so much magic that happens within our coaching sessions. And we're always just like, want to scream it from the mountaintops and, and share what happens inside there. But <clears throat> because of our patient confidentiality, we can't share those conversations with you. So I was figuring after every coaching session or once a week, I could hop on here and share like the major insights and lessons learned from the women who are on their journeys to food freedom. Because sometimes Nikki and I are so far away from our journey that we forget these little intricacies that can make such a big difference in your journey. So that's what this mini episode is going to be about. So two gems that I wanted to share this week. The first one is how our client was saying where she is in the world. Take out takeaway or takeout containers from a restaurant aren't the norm. Meaning in North America, it's so common for us to just pack up our leftovers at a restaurant and take it home. Where she is in the world, that is not commonplace. And so she would feel quite like unusual. (laughs) She would feel strange or like judged if she were to take um, to ask for a takeaway container, and they would probably say they don't have them. This happened to me and Adrian when we were in Portugal. They're like, well, you want a what? You want it to go what? <laughs> and so it's a legit thing. And I don't think it's a bad thing. But what can happen if we have a background of scarcity around food, meaning oh, I shouldn't eat this, or I'll never be able to to eat this much again or get this food again. If we don't have a takeaway container to pack up the food when we're full, this can switch, flip the switch of, okay, I just got to eat it all now, or I just got to have one more slice because I don't know when I'm going to get to have this food again. So I wanted to share this one because... If you are someone in the world that is in the same boat, you know, maybe try to order food more often would be a solution. Or the very least is just be aware that these thoughts in your subconscious can be driving extra eating and it can feel like real hunger. And so the very first step would be just to acknowledge these thoughts and say, Hey, I see you. I'm kind of worried about the next time I get to have this and then try to neutralize it and just try to tell yourself, okay, I am feeling full. It was delicious. I feel like I'm going to start missing this food. So just tell yourself like, if I really 10 on 10 want to have this food again, I can just come back next week or I can pick up the phone and and order food next week, you know? So just having that permission and that abundance mindset will help soothe some of that scarcity a little bit. 
And then if you're feeling brave and you're in a country that doesn't have takeaway, uh, Nikki's suggestion was to um, pack pack your own Tupperware container for the restaurant. And I have friends that do that in Vancouver because they <laughs> feel bad asking for um, plastic containers or paper containers. They want to use the ones that are actually legitimately reusable. So you're not going to be the only one in the world that's bringing your own takeaway container. You can just think of yourself as super hip. <laughs> okay, so there's that scarcity thoughts around restaurants. And it made me think of a past client as well, who, when she went to a restaurant, she would only order what she thought was the healthy amount, not what she truly desired. And so she would have kind of like scarcity around the meal because she was not fully satisfied. And then she would get home and then she would still want to eat. And this was in here in North America. So our recommendation for her was to try ordering abundantly often so that you can really show your brain that, that the food that you desire is available most often in a large quantity. So you don't have that, that scarcity f- switch of like, oh my gosh, I'm just have to eat, have to eat. Like what I really want is not available. I have to eat all the time kind of thing. And for her, the higher fat content of restaurant meals was also kind of triggering. That was something that she needed to work on to neutralize and realize that having food that was, oh my gosh, yum, which comes with a higher fat content is actually can be way more satiating. Actually, we could end up eating less when we are having an abundant amount of food that we really love that is nicely balanced with the fats and the carbs and the flavors. And when we practice that and it's our norm, that's when the body is like, okay, great. What I want is available. Nourishment's there. We don't need to overeat. The fat in itself can be super, super um, satiating on a molecular level. Okay. And so the second gem from our coaching calls this week is around body image. A lot of our clients, and this is how most of us get into the boat of having hyper desire is because we're worried about our weight, right? That was me. Our body image. So one of our clients, many of our clients go through this, um, was just being super honest with us and sharing how um, she's worried about her, how her body might change going through her food freedom journey. And she was saying how she's super happy with the process, how it's been going. And since her body hasn't changed a whole lot yet, she would be happy with all of that, but she was worried that if in the future things changed, she feels like she 
this is like very insightful. She might be blocked from reaching the very end of like true freedom, like the ultimate freedom of like no more false desire, true self-regulated appetite. And we said, you know what? That's like a legitimate concern. Very reflective of her. You almost want to like catch it before it's coming, right? And the reason why is because if we are trying to learn, we've talked about this before in the podcast, but if we're trying to learn food freedom with weight on our mind, so I'll give you an example. For her, it was body checking in the mirror. She's like, as soon as my body starts to change, I know that that's going to trigger all kinds of old uh, patterns for me. For me, it was on my journey. If my clothes started to dig into my sides, then I would automatically think, oh my gosh, I'm gaining weight. Oh my gosh. And it starts to make us second guess what our body is asking for food-wise. And when we start to second guess, here's how here's how that plays out. Okay, so I'm eating some pizza. Mm, so good. My body's asking for another piece, but my pants are digging into my sides. And so I say, oh my gosh, I don't know if I should. That's a like, golden word. I feel like I'm definitely hungry for that another piece of pizza, but I don't know if I should because diet culture's taught me that if I have another piece of pizza, that's going to result in weight gain. And heck, like that's what I experienced in my past, right? I, in my past, I experienced that if I overate consistently, <laughs> I would gain weight. Or if I eat pizza, I would, I would, I would think that pizza made me overeat and that would cause the weight gain. So it's kind of scary going through that journey of like trying these foods that were once a struggle for you. And so you should your way into stopping instead of honoring what your body's trying to tell you. Like, no, we, we need another piece of pizza. And then as soon as we start to should and like not get to that area of true fullness of true satisfaction of true hunger, we don't get full. <laughs> and we also flip that again, the scarcity switch of like, oh no, pizza is truly not abundant. Um, and the body's like, oh no, like that famine's coming. Or, yeah, the famine, the restriction, right? The restriction is coming back. Let's get our detective or like our, our hunting eyes back on and get all the food now because I don't know how bad this famine's going to be. And so you may have enough willpower to not eat that pizza in that moment, but it backfires and we end up having tons of cravings later and it kind of just like spirals because there's so much, so much willpower we have. And then we, it ends up not working just like so many of us, you know, if, if diets worked, none of us would be in this spot right now. So that's not the best way to go about food freedom. So we're talking about how let giving our body time to go through this process, even if it means our body weight going up a little bit so that our body can totally trust that there's enough food around so that it can do its job so that it can repair our metabolism so that true that scarcity truly goes away so that our true hunger is super loud and clear 
And we were just having like a really real conversation about how a lot of us have been taught or just self-learned that our validation comes from our external appearances. And I really loved Nikki's recommendation of covering up that mirror. Like, of course, we recommend getting rid of our scales, but covering up the mirror, if that's for you. My recommendation is getting bare clothes if you're, you know, if you're, if yours are already digging into you so that we're not constantly reminded of wait, 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 right? So we're not set in this like cycle of hyper desire, one step backwards, eating more, eating less, eating more, eating less. We want to get to a point where our body, so we're not looking in a mirror, we're not looking at our clothes, we're not looking at our our scale to tell us how we feel today, the numbers. We're just getting out of bed and like, how do I feel today? I feel really good. Great. We don't then walk into the mirror and like judge and see like if we have extra roles or anything like that, that then decide, oh, I feel crappy now, right? So just letting that internal sense of well-being, like how do I actually feel internally to guide our decisions? And our client is super insightful. She's like, I am really worried that if I don't have these parameters in place to control my eating, then, and I just go based on like feeling, internal feeling, then I'll get out of control. Then things will get out of control. My worst nightmare will come true. And we were telling her because now that she's has all these, the foundation of being an intuitive eater, she has all the skills under her belt. We're telling her that once you have these skills and you undo the false hunger, and then you start going, navigating your life and you're eating from a place of internal, like, feeling good. What makes me feel good? How do I feel today? What do I need? The opposite of our, our worst nightmare happens. When we feel good, we do good. Granted that our, our, we've reset our, our center with, like I was saying, these intuitive, these really important intuitive eating skills, and we've gotten rid of the false desire. Then we can, that's when listening to our body works. That's when, that's when the magic really starts to happen. And so it's just like that one last piece of like, but this was keep this in mentally. She kind of, she realizes like, I know that this is just a mental thing. Like, I think that that's keeping me safe. And she knows that she needs to work through that. But when we take that away and you just like go for the jump and you're like, oh my gosh, my body totally does have my back. Oh my gosh, it totally is navigating me properly without those old tools that I thought I once needed. And maybe we didn't need them once before because we had inflated desire. We weren't connected with our our center and all of that. So this is just like how we can go about it, reconnect our brain-body connection and really, really trust that internal guiding system of, okay, I feel great today. (laughs) I don't need a number to tell me that. I don't need a size to tell me that. I don't need the mirror to tell me if I should eat less or more today. 
I can trust that my body feeling good and having permission around food doesn't mean that I'm going to go overeat anymore. That's life-changing. Anyway, so those were the, that's what we have been talking about recently in our, our coaching calls. And if you're interested in joining us, just check out the link below and we'd love to hear your comments or questions. Share this if you know anyone that that might help. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.